Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. There's something else to watch. Two men at the highest level battle and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's what that's why boxing is the way it is. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. He comes on, damn near parpedos, full steam ahead. Pedro Fernandez. Thomas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. And coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of being on top. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove boxing champion as well as being an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly I know a little bit about boxing, but I've always found out the average fan knows more. So here I will open up the toll-free lines at the top of the hour just for you. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. If you want to text us here in the studio, this text number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, it's the same old story in the Olympics. No gold. The United States, one of the baddest, I mean, we produced some of the greatest Olympic champions of all time as far as boxing is concerned, right? We had a champion in 1992. We had a champion in 1996. We had a champion in 2004. One gold medalist in each year. We haven't had one since. Bottom line is, Ricardo, uh, Ricardo Torres Force came in second as far as the super heavyweight is concerned. But silver medal. No gold medals in boxing. Why is that? They don't invest in the boxing program. It's not something. It used to be that you get enough tough guys to come out the hood, so eventually, you know, we'd be able to form a good amateur boxing team. But guess what? Those guys aren't coming out anymore. They're playing with tech. They're 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 texting everybody. The bottom line is, they don't want to get down. And of course, there's no product to offer them a program to accelerate themselves in the world of amateur boxing and become professional. Because you can't become a pro unless you have a good amateur background. Usually. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Come to you live on Sports Byline USA. That's the channel on Twitch.tv. She came near, she whispered in my ear. She seemed to know the reason why. She said, a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. Can you name the three habits of healthy hygiene? We shower, we brush our teeth, and we... 
wait a minute, what third habit? Think about it. The pandemics reminded us that the nose is your body's filter against a constant invasion of airborne germs. Your nose traps allergens, bacteria, and viruses, but like any filter, the more it's clogged up, the less it works. Now it's easy to clean your nose with Navage. My name's Martin Hoke, and I did not invent nasal irrigation. It's been around thousands of years, but I did invent Navage to make nasal irrigation easy for everyone. Navage uses powered suction to flush out germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you very sick. People love Navage. It has 4.7 stars with over 70,000 online reviews. And over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Go to Navage.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and select Walmarts. Make cleaning your nose your third habit. Navage. Clean nose. Healthy life. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. Wow, I'm kind of say we'll get with Alex Arisen about seven or eight minutes here, of course, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, I'm talking about the, the, esteemed, the esteemed trainer of both Floyd Mayweather, uh, Manny Pacquiao. Of course, he came up with the Manny Pack. He's a guy who comes up with these supplemental nutritional packs, this kind of good stuff. He's really considered like the, the Superman of trainers. I mean, everybody wants him. He's not that available. Bottom line is, he I guess he's expensive to come by, but he'll be here in about 15, uh, about, about 12 minutes past, 12 minutes, in about 12 minutes from now here on, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. So it was a little bit of a uh, a bummer in the, the Olympics as far as the U.S. team's concerned. Of course, Torres coming in second to a guy from Uzbekistan. And, of course, the loss of the decision there. And Keyshawn Davis lost to Andy Cruz, of course, from uh, Cuba. And, you know, as far as the Cubans are concerned, the Cubans even looked 
average. I mean, they just don't, they look like they lost it. They lost their, they lost their mojo. Don't ask me why, but it just looked like they lost their mojo. Amateur boxing is regressing. It's not getting any better. Yeah, they took the headgears off them. Good move. They took the headgears off them. But outside of that, it's, you know, it's not, it's not all that exciting. I think that, that they need to put some excitement back in amateur boxing. And, of course, amateur boxing needs to be put on television. That means it needs to have somebody invest money in it because sponsors aren't flocking to jump out and do amateur boxing. There's not flocking to do boxing in general. But the bottom line is amateur boxing, there's not a whole lot of return in that as far as the sponsors concerned, unless he's you know coming up with a nutritional uh, supplemental pack, something like that. Bottom line is amateur boxing, there's, there's no reason to, to sponsor it. So we've got to sponsor it from within the country. And I'm talking about the government's got to put some money up there. I mean, we've got other countries now putting on pros. I mean, I, I don't believe that. Imagine professionals fighting in the Olympics. Come on, man. I mean, the Olympic year that I got myself together and got into the top 15, I think I made 13. Um, it was an Olympic year. I mean, we all wanted to get there. We all, I mean, that, that was the goal of everybody. But I couldn't imagine myself fighting Aaron Pryor at that time or, or Alexis Arguello or somebody like that because that's what you would have wanted me to do. If, you, I mean, that's, if I'd have made it to the Olympics and you'd allow pros to fight, I'd have been fighting guys like that. That's not fair. I know the Klitschko's, one of the Klitschko's, I think uh, Vitaly Klitschko was talking about coming back and fighting in the Olympics again. Of course, he was supposed to fight in the original Olympics back in 1996, but he tested positive for Flintstone vitamins, something we'll talk with Alex Ariza about in a few minutes. And, of course, his brother Vladimir went on to win the gold medal and, of course, become the uh, the first of the two heavyweight champions, two brothers, of course, Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko. And, of course, Lennox Lewis, I've been seeing him on TV of late. Looking pretty good, Lennox. You look pretty slim. Look pretty no doubt about that. I mean, he's kept himself together. But, of course, you know, he checked out after that that fight with Vitaly Klitschko. I was at the Forum down there in L.A., Staples Center, something like that. Anyway, bottom line is he was pushed to the limit. He was lucky. Klitschko got cut. The fight ended. I mean, Lennox Lewis was gassed. And, you know, that would have been the end of his career on a sour note, but yet he went on a winner, and not too many heavyweights go out a winner. Somebody asked me the other day, what do I think about the current heavyweight division? Hmm. Well, I think we need to settle, some, settle one thing right now. Tyson Fury is probably the best heavyweight out there. But there are guys, um, I think, that can maybe rumble with Tyson Fury. And believe it or not, one of them is Francis Ngannou, the UFC heavyweight champion. Why would you say something stupid like that? Well, the bottom line is he's had some professional boxing. He was an amateur boxer. Uh, he's had uh, like eight or ten pro fights. Not all that great, this and that. But the bottom line is he has learned how to punch. And this guy can punch harder than anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. I kid you not. So I just don't think that he's one of those guys that, you know, you put your hands up to block him, he might break your arms. I mean, I'm serious. That's how hard he hits. So anyway, they uh, stripped him. They sort of stripped him. They took away the U.S. heavyweight title last night by declaring a fight between Derek Lewis and a cat uh, from France as being an interim title bout. Now, that was a little shady. But then again, Dana White is shady. We've talked about that in the past. You know, almost every week how Dana White runs a $290 million company. That's what it made last year. And yet, out of the $290 million bucks, Maybe twenty nine to thirty, somewhere around thirty million bucks went to the to the fighters. Ten percent is alleged to be going to the fighters. I mean, think about that. Holy cow! Talk about. And I've talked about this before, and some of you get upset that I bring this up. But the bottom line is, if you were working the streets of San Francisco, and I was a cop, and you were a pimp, there's no way you could end up giving those girls ten cents on the dollar. If you told them to go do a hundred and fifty dollar favor, and you gave them fifteen bucks, they'd be on the first bus to Denver or Cleveland in five minutes. No doubt about that. But in the USC, they have nowhere to go. 
Dana's the only place they got. I mean, yeah, yeah, Bellator and Scott Coker and this and that, but Scott's not making it happen. I mean, Scott's coming back with infrequent shows, and now he's put his act on Showtime. He and Steven Espinosa getting together and doing his thing on Showtime. That just means less viewers. I mean, Showtime does okay, because Showtime's always done well as far as their MMA numbers. In fact, I think Steven Espinosa told me, I guess about five or six years ago, that that the MMA world, the MMA on on Showtime, drew higher numbers of Hispanics than did boxing. But boxing drew greater numbers overall. But as far as the the MMA market, the Mexicans and the of course the Mexican Americans are the guys that are really, really, really taking care as far as the the pay per view business. They are the guys. Don't know about that. Look at Canelo Alvarez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking your inside look into the world of boxing MMA. Next up. Mr. Alex Ariza, the Superman of Trainers, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Partly the reason I trusted confused by the passion. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you
you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it, 21 minutes past the hour. You're tuned to hour number one of two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Of course, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the Bay, San Francisco, California. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We take it to, I believe, to Las Vegas, Nevada, Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, and bring in the champion of trainers. I mean, this guy really hasn't lost too many big fights. Straight up, I'm talking about double-A Alex Ariza. How are you this morning, sir? I'm good, brother. Thank you for having me. Oh, Appreciate it's a, it. It's a pleasure. This has been a long time in the making. So tell me about your background. Where, where were you born? Where, where, who are you? Who's Alex Ariza? <laughs> it's not that exciting, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, uh, I was born in Columbia, South America. Uh, well, my family migrated here to the States, and uh, I got into sports when I was uh, uh, younger in Colombia. My father took me to a boxing club because, you know, uh, we're not a very big family. So, you know, we, especially over there, you know, we had to, you know, be able to defend ourselves. So, but we moved over here. We migrated over here to the States and uh, uh, was able to, to with, uh, you know, being fortunate to get an education over here and, 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 and follow, follow uh, actually a real dream that I've, I've always wanted to be in, but I was never, uh, um, I was never skilled enough to pursue being a fighter. Of okay. course, I mean, more brains than brawn. And for the most part, I think that's worked out well. You know, my favorite yeah. place in the entire world is Cali, Colombia. Don King turned me on to Bogota. I went to Bogota yeah. one time, and they said to me, ah, this really isn't a place to kick it. I said, what do you mean? They go, you're going to kick it for a week in Colombia. Go kick it in Cali. So I went to Cali. And yeah, I think, go to Ka- you got to go to Cali. You got to go to Cartagena. Cartagena. You got to go, yeah. Yeah, I know. You I've know, been around. We, and, and, we, have, we have beaches, too, despite what, you know, that what, you know, the news always puts out about us over there. But, 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 it, but it's a beautiful place, beautiful people. It, it, it's, um, you know, I think my only regret, ever is not being able to to train a Colombian fighter but you know I've, I've been so fortunate and blessed to work with you know the, the it, like I said I always feel like lightning has struck twice when I got to work with Manny and I got to work with uh with uh, Mayweather right after and you know going all the way back into the late 90s when I had you know back in those days when it was Diego Corrales I had and Eric Morales and Cesar Bazan and Jose Luis Castillo. I mean that that's a that's a that's a long time ago. A lot of people don't remember those fighters, but those were some really really exceptional uh, athletes and, and fighters. Okay, so first I was really first really question. Fortunate to work first question. That. You brought up Diego Corrales. Was that suicide or was he just drunk and it was an accident? It's an accident. You know, Diego was. Uh, uh, I I I mean to explain how that guy. You know, he was my first fighter when I first got out of school and, and started working and, um, Diego was, uh, you know, you know, he, he had his vices and things like that. I just think it was, a, you know, if you ride motorcycles and you're familiar with them, like, 
you know, like I am, and you know, riding a Hayabusa 11. I mean, that's a that's a that's a real serious bike for a for a guy who's never ridden a bike. And I just think that you know, sometimes you don't realize that when you're on a, on a motorcycle versus a car, you know, the distances close really, really fast when you're yeah, driving 100 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. So yeah, it was just a really unfortunate accident. And like a little twib note, you know, we had just started. Uh, he had just separated from his wife. We were talking again about going back down to 140, and two weeks later that happened. So. You know, I, yeah, I I was with him as an amateur, and then it was he when he was, you know, I mean, we were tight, and then of course he got into the domestic violence thing with the old lady, and that sort of soured our relationship. And then we got back together, and we were rocking and rolling, and 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 he was doing okay. And then of course they pushed him. I think they pushed him into that second uh, Ramirez. Uh, who was who was Castillo? Castillo. Castillo. They, they pushed him into that second Castillo fight way, way, way too soon. He was taking contact sparring like seventy four days after the fight. You know, I you know that's what I always say is like um, sometimes you know, and and the, this this sport has to evolve just like everything else around us has. Like you know, MMA. You know, I worked with Andre Olovsky for four years, and and you know, we we try not to. You know, you're doing so much training, and then the sparring. By the time you get to fight, you you you, you know, you're, you're just, you just you you left it all in training. So. You know, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of you know doing a hundred and you know twenty hundred and fifty rounds of sparring in you know eight weeks. It's just I think it's just too much. But you know, we all have our opinions on it. You know, now that I look back on it, um, we used to go. I used to go five rounds for an amateur career. For I used to go five. And as I if yeah. I did, if I had to do it all over again, though, I think I would have concentrated on three three minute sprints. I mean, actually, three yeah, minute ex- boxing ex- sprints. Boxing ex- sprints. exactly. You know, I think, you know, you have to remember, it, 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 I mean, it's the same thing as like, a, let's say a long distance runner that's got to do a, like a 26 mile thing, but he never touches 26 miles. He does intermittent, you know, 10 miles one day, five, you know, 15, but he never gets there. So I, I think that when, when you over, you over spar a fighter and you're, you're, you're touching 12 rounds, 10 rounds, I mean, if he can fight a good, solid, active nine rounds, you don't need to do 12. Because if he can do nine solid, then you know he can do 12. So there's no reason to constantly, you know, put that kind of pressure on him to fight 12 because by the time the fight comes, man, you're, you're, you're kind of burnt out. Well, that's why, you know, I, I herald the 12-round title fight over the 15-round title fight because I knew yeah. guys... I knew guys that went through that 15-round era. And with the exception of Roberto Duran and Ray Leonard and maybe Tommy Hearns, most of those guys got really damaged. A lot, yeah. Yeah, they burn. They, you, you burn yourself out. You have to remember, it's like any other sport. You know, you, 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 you have, there has to be a balance. And I understand that, you know, strength and conditioning and boxing is still kind of a taboo kind of. But, you know, you've been hitting a heavy bag. You've been hitting mitts since you were eight years old. So you, you want to start focusing on the other side of the of the pie, you know. You know, become a stronger swimmer, become a stronger uh, exactly. uh, sprinter, bec- become a stronger uh, 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 strength. You know, do your strength training, and, and when you culminate all of those things, it makes you a better boxer because your confidence is always going to be higher, and because you're not afraid, you don't have that that. Uh, you don't have that mental block of getting tired. 
So usually, fortunately for me, I've always had fighters that, you know, had that mental block and, and be able to, and like when Maidana about Broner, you know, no, nobody expected Maidana to do something like that. Or let's just take, for instance, when Maidana fought Mayweather. I mean, how does one guy throw a thousand punches and the other guy throws 300 and, and 300 plus and you land more? And, 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 and you lose a fight like that. It, it, I mean, it's probably, to me, it was a win because Mayweather has never been hit like that in his whole career. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why he hurry up and, 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 and got a uh, rematch with him. But same thing with Castillo, same, you know. But, uh, you know, we just didn't get the nod that night. But as a fighter, I think he won. Okay, why was Corrales rushed into the Castillo rematch? Did Gary Shaw do that? Yeah, I, yeah money. It's money, you know, wow. because the, the the first one was so ex, was so exciting, so explosive, so you know it, it, it was it, so it, damaging. It the making, yeah. So you, you expect the you know the the next one will be equally, but the fact of the matter is that Castillo, unfortunately, I know Castillo on a personal level because he was Manny's sparring partner, but uh, you know he it's like he says, you know, we don't have the things that you guys are afforded. We don't have nutritionists. We don't have cooks. We don't have that, you know. We don't have. We don't do our our body index every Sunday. Find out where we're going, you know. You, you just go old school, and you know when you have promoters and managers like like they do over there, like with you know, they, they 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 don't look out for the best interest of their fighters. They're just, you know, it's it's like a dog race. You know, you, once the dog is done running, you know, you throw it away and you you start you collect on the next one. Okay, um, I got some questions coming in here from. Uh, what we're talking about, Alex Ariz, I call him the superstar as far as trainers are concerned because the guy's got an absolutely phenomenal record, one that will get him eventually in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. What does he recommend as a minimum amount of weeks of proper nutrition before a fight? Please. Uh, what do I recommend? Uh, you know, this, this, is, this has always been, I mean, from, from the very beginning, like 12 years ago, when I first got Manny, I had a, uh, my, my dietitian was, uh, Terry Tom. She's been amazing. She's been, she's been with every fighter. I mean, from boxing to when I was training, uh, Andrew Bynum from the Lakers, Serena Williams. I mean, all these, that is the most important integral part of, of, of your program. Because unless you know at the end of every week, where you are and what you've done and how your body's reacting and, and, and you're able to look at the notes. What did he eat on this day? What did he eat on sparring day? And you, and you, and you can get a sense of, of at least you, you get a blueprint of what you're going to do come fight week. So your, your, your diet and your nutrition and finding somebody who's going to sit there and do your, 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 your fat to, to muscle um, index because if you don't do those things, you're, you're walking blind. I don't know how much calories to give you on this day. I don't know how many calories to give you on that day. So it, it's uh, I have to be thorough because your numbers don't lie. And if your numbers are looking good and, and you're training right, then you know you're going in the right direction. But if they're not, then you know you got to start switching things up. And you have to have a very uh, educated, credentialed crew to sit there and troubleshoot these things because, uh, you know, I, I'm – if we're known for anything else, we want all our fighters to have an exceptional amount of, of volume punching and just go, 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 you know, 
lots of punches create uh, opportunities and opportunities create knockouts and if you're if you're throwing 60 70 punches around you know th- there's no reason why these these fights should go 12 rounds okay how close to how close in weight do you want a fighter like a week before a fight you know this <clears throat> i know this is a, really controversial but the way we do it is very different i like my fighter to fight or, or to be prepared through the whole camp at the weight he feels comfortable at. So let's just say you have a 147-pounder and, and he feels amazing at 160. So at that time, or 165. So at that point, my job is to sit there and get the, the maximal, the maximum uh, optimal performance that I can out of him. And then I wait until Black Thursday, I make the weight cut, but because he, he, he was always fighting in, at his optimal weight and, 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 and was able to eat and rest, his body's going to bounce back very quickly. Okay. So I, I, only, I only cut weight on, on Thursday nights, and because of the way that we do, the system that we do leading up to it, it it's, it's usually, I mean, it's always going to be hard. Cutting weight is always going to be hard. But we're able to bounce back, recover, and, and be able to produce what we had two weeks ago because you remember you're only as good as you were 14 to 21 days out you know i'm, I'm laughing you at the, yeah i do without a doubt i'm laughing because i'm thinking diet and back in the day when my mother used to serve broccoli spears covered with spaghetti sauce and then of course when i was like drying out just drying out the last day she would like give me ice cubes of with kool-aid kool-aid ice cubes that sort of got me through the day yeah I know. Yeah, it's it's just um, you know it's a science, you know, and you and you have to trust it because the numbers won't lie to you. So every Sunday, you know, we always go in on an empty stomach. We do our our uh, we do our body fat to muscle ratio, and then we review everything that we've done the week before: the eating, the training, the calories that we spent, and and we keep trying to. If it's a great week, we we try to reproduce the same thing. So, you know, you, you got to remember, the second fight uh, that uh, uh, Duran, and you brought up Duran earlier, he was my favorite fighter. Um, he went on a watermelon diet, you know, for the second fight with Mayweather. I'm with, uh, I'm sorry, with uh, Sugar Ray. So, um, you, you know, there's been so many things, so many kind of different things. But the, mm-hmm. the problem is, none of it is science-based. None of it has been written about. Nothing has been published about it. So, you know, we, we have to embrace that part because if you look at the UFC, you know, most of those guys are, are, are collegiate athletes. So they have a basic understanding of how they're supposed to eat, how they're supposed to train. And, and a lot of the, the guys that they have around them are, are very are, are smart and educated and, 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 and that. So, you know, we... For boxing to, to keep, you know, we have to we have to keep up with that now, and follow that game plan. You know, you got to have a fighter that you that uh, or trainers got to have fighters that you, you got to be willing to be like uh, a, a a a a regular mainstream sport. You know, you know football football. You got a defensive coach. You got a line coach. You got you have all kinds of different guys that have different kinds of specialties because it would be completely irresponsible and arrogant to think that any conditioning coach knows everything because we don't. All right, freeze that thought. You're, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. 
Alex Riz is our guest. You can text me at 415-275-1613. This is Ring Talk live on Sports Byline at Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. If you're into collectibles, there's only one way to go, and that's with Andy Maddock. You can get in touch with Andy by calling him at 805-657-0533 or by going to andybuyscards.com. Whether you're interested in buying or selling any kind of collectible, it's time to get in touch with the one and only Andy Maddock. Call Andy at 805-657-0533 or go to andybuyscards.com. That's andybuyscards.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Come on over here, man. He been here before, he didn't broke records here before, he's a legend of the sport, and it'd be my honor to fight him next. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and I, I just do my best. The Filipino Phenom is about a 2-to-1 underdog. 
Probably should be a little higher than that, but he is Manny Pacquiao. Before we get into the Pacquiao situation, I want to mention the fact that Colombian heavyweight Bernardo Mercado, he was a tough dude, 32-5. and five. He had like 30 knock, 28 knockouts. He was the real deal, no doubt about that. He fought some tough guys. But he beat Henry Clark. Henry Clark was a California heavyweight champion. Of course, he was uh, Muhammad Ali's sparring partner. He was the guy that went over to Con uh, Desire Africa and spent his entire purse. He got $15,000 for sparring with Muhammad Ali. So he invested the $15,000 in ivory canes. You know, those ivory tusks tucks from the elephants? So, so he got these canes. And when he was coming back on the plane, a couple of the canes broke in the luggage department, and he realized they were glass. Bottom line is, Henry lost his 15 Gs. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through the world of boxing, MMA. Did you, did you, when you were growing up, you knew who Mercado was, didn't you, uh, Alex? Mercado, uh, the, the, the Brazilian? No, the Bernardo Mercado, the, the Colombian heavyweight. No, you know, I didn't. The only Colombian guy that I knew was El Pantera. Um, he, remember, he fought Kelly Pavlik. Yeah. Uh, and then um, and, and, Storm, and Storm Alvarez. Those are the only two Colombian boxers that, I, 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 that were you know, profiled enough to where I, I was able to, to, to see them. Okay. Are, are performance-enhancing drugs... I mean, my mother... Listen, don't tell anybody, but my mother used to sneak espresso yeah. into the dress room for me. Okay, and she no, she did. Yeah. I mean, and she 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 had this. No, she had it down. She had sometimes she had a thermos. You know, what I'm I mean, she had it yeah. down, man. She did. She had it down. So, I mean, that was my little jolt. I mean, it was my little caffeine it, it, jolt. Hey, and it goes a long way. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, well, without a doubt. Anyway, but the bottom line is, performance-enhancing drugs now are all about anabolic steroids and things like that, and uh, human growth hormone and things like that. Are there legitimate performance-enhancing drugs, and what is a mani pack? What what is a mani pack? Yeah, you, uh, I saw somewhere on okay. the internet you let, talked let, about. Okay, let's let's get to the first. Let's get to the first. You know that way we could straighten it out for your for your listeners. Right. First of all, nobody takes anabolic steroids anymore because the the the, the what we what we call the, the the life expense expectancy of the drug itself is 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 too long term. So you're going to get caught regardless every every time because of the just regular testing. Um, what people are doing these days is, 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 is different. You're right. They're doing the human growth hormone, the EPO, and, 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 and things like that that are going to obviously uh, help and enhance your performance. Um, I think they're doing a, a relatively good job. I mean, I've dealt with VADA. I've dealt with uh, um, uh, USADA. And they're just not, you know, they're paid by the promoters. I mean, I'll give you an example. Maidana, when we fought Mayweather, we were tested 16 times. And then when I ended up working for Mayweather, Mayweather told me that, you know, he paid them to, to constantly test us and, 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 and kind of be on us and, and disrupt our, our camp. So they're not, it's, 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 they're not independent. They're not, you know, they're, they're not impartial. They're, you know, they, they go wherever the money is. Okay. And, that, and that's the reality of it. Okay, here we have Manny Pacquiao. In, in Secondly, just, okay, Manny Pacquiao. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, mean, I interrupted you. You're the guest. Go ahead, sir. Oh, so the Manny Pack was a okay. So Terry Tom is a sports dietitian. She works with uh, 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 She's an RD. You know, she did her her. She's magnum cum laude from UCLA. She did her internship at um, Cedar Sinai. She's if not one of the best uh, dietitians for sports. 
She's worked with me. Uh, we've been working together for 12 years. Um, so on Manny Pack, what we did was, at that time, she, she formulated a, a vitamin, a vitamin, uh, a supplement uh, program that he was supposed to do every day. And then we, we uh, got in, in touch with a pharmaceutical company. But uh, a lot of the things that they were putting inside the fillers that they were putting inside the the, the vitamins didn't really uh, didn't really sit well with her. So we went to another place called um, Prevenex, where she was allowed to to formulate her own her own uh, supplements, and they would they would make them, and that that's where the Manny Pack uh, became. But you know, everybody we we gave it to everybody, Amir Khan. Uh, Julio Chavez, uh, Linares. We we gave it to all the guys. Okay, you know uh, another. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll admit to cheating one more time. Um, I used to get an IV once in a while during like a couple of days before the fight and before the weigh in. This and that they would give me an IV. And psychologically, he said it was glucose and vitamin B twelve and all that kind of right, good stuff. Right. But, he, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but psychologically, it made me feel a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to sit down I, for forty five no, minutes and chill. No, not psychologically, but from a physiological point. You know, you've been sitting there. You have to remember, if you look, if you look at the even fighters tough today, you know they start wearing plastics. You know, five, six, seven days out before a fight, and and even all the IVs and all the the, the vitamin supplements and all that kind of stuff, you're you're not going to replace those invaluable nutrients and electrolytes in 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 a in a twenty four hour period it's, it, after you've been just draining yourself. And I think that's a big reason why we see these kind of fights that really are lackluster because, you know, they kill themselves all week wearing plastics, drinking a little bit, sips of water here and there. And uh, they're, they're, nobody's getting some real good scientific advice, you know, on, on, the, on the science of exercise and, and nutrition and, and, and explain to these guys, these, these kids, how, I mean, this, it's just, it's awful. I mean, it's just, it's, and that was always our, to be honest with you, that was our uh, that was always our advantage over everybody else when I was training Manny. You know, because Manny was small, and, and in, in his head, he saw himself as small. But once you explain to them, you know, we're all the same weight when we get on the scales, and everything that we did that gave us an advantage over all the fighters in the past was that we had a very strong, competent strength and conditioning team. You know, myself, Terry... Uh, um, the, the, our, our uh, um, Cody Jones, uh, Doctor, and uh, I had a really strong team. I had a great new, uh, uh, chef. They they communicated well, and 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 Manny's rise, you know, was was perpetuated by that. But at the same time, you know, there was a there was a fear factor, and. That fear factor was because Manny was always fighting bigger, and so he wanted to, to accept and, and integrate all these new things because it was making him bigger, was making him stronger, and, and more importantly, more confident. Alex Ariz is our guest. The, the, the thing I always come up with, the size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. Now, <laughs> no, but, yeah. but, but Manny Pacquiao was always on the smaller side, and believe it or not, a lot of times I'm saying to myself, size matters here. He's going to lose this fight, and he won. Because, because of why? Because his conditioning, his volume punching. He yeah. was throwing 80 punches around. You know, when he fought Margarito, 
you know, a guy two, three weight classes higher than him, you know, that he was used to, you know, he, uh, he, um, uh, he, there was a fear factor. So, I mean, he threw 1,200 punches that night, 1,200. So, you know, that, that, that's where, that's where, uh, your opportunities, like, especially for Manny, because he was just so, such a volume puncher and explosive, but he, you know, you, you have to, he, he had to understand that it was, it was all the stuff that we were doing for him. And, you know, because he's been boxing since he was what, eight years old, nine years old. So doing 17 rounds of mitts isn't really going to, it's, it's not going to put the limit, the limits of your conditioning. In other words, you don't want to, you don't want to depend on your boxing session to be the, uh, uh, piggyback your, your conditioning. Your conditioning program has to be a completely separate entity of, of what you're doing in the gym. Because what you're doing in the gym, you're, you're, you're sitting there and you're sharpening the tools. You're getting your timing down. You're getting your distance down. You know, you're, you're, you're practicing. You know, it's supposed to be a teaching session. It's not supposed to be, you know, uh, it's not supposed to be your conditioning. Your conditioning comes from your swimming, your track work, your strength work in the gym. Those are all those things that are going to allow you to do what your trainer wants you to do, but do them without the concern of, of, of getting tired and gassing out. And if you remember Manny, Manny used to, you know, he'd, he'd rack off four punches, boom, jump off to the side, and he'd be right back on you and then right back on you. You know, Manny's averaging 400 punches a, a, a fight now, and I, and, and I think it's just catching up to him because now you can time him. Now you know what you're expecting, and, and I think that's what, uh, that's what caught a hold of him with the Marquez fight. Oh, yeah, that and the fact that, according to Larry Merchant, my godfather, retired HBO godfather, of course, he's on the uh, disabled list right now. He lost his voice. But uh, Marquez had new muscles for that fight. Yeah. Listen, we can't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is what I always tell. You know, Manny weighed in at uh, 148 pounds for that fight, and Marquez weighed in at 143. But you could see the, the size difference. And, and the two, and, and Manny told me he was big, and I was, you know, I, I pushed my agenda. I mean, if you watch that 24-7, I pushed my agenda so hard, and I'm like, Manny, he's doing everything. You know, Memo and I, you know, we have the same kind of background. Our our, our, our systems are different, but we both have a de- our, our degrees in exercise and nutritional science. So, you know, Memo know, knew what he was doing, and it was only a matter of time. I mean, if you throw a dart at a bullseye, you know, uh, a hundred times, eventually you're going to hit that bullseye. Okay. So Freddie just want, didn't want any strength and conditioning for that camp. He just wanted to focus on boxing. And I think, you know, it is what it is, but I, he made it more about the, the, the competition between him and, and Nacho Berestein. But what they didn't see is all the work that Memo Heredia was doing with, with Marquez. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what people forget is that Marquez hit Manny with a right hand in the third round that put him down for the first time like that. And at that time you, you, you realized exactly that, you know, Marquez was a different fighter. He had new, according to Larry Merchant, he had new muscles. Okay. Uh, that was, that was a joke anyway, but the bottom line is we have a big fight coming up. Earl Spence and, and Manny Pacquiao, of course, your former charge now. Manny Pacquiao moving up in weight. Does size matter here? Is it going to be a, a walk? Or Absolutely. Can... Yeah, talk I'll to me. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I think I know Errol Spence, good kid, great kid. 
he is going to be he, he's probably the toughest opponent that Manny has ever faced. He's a volume puncher. He doesn't get tired. He's got great defense. He knows distance. Uh, he, he has great time. Mikey, I mean, if you watch the fight with Mikey, and Mikey's probably one of the most technical boxers that are out there. And my, he couldn't find, he couldn't find, he couldn't find uh, a, a spot to where he felt comfortable because he was dominant. He was getting dominated on the outside from Arrow, and he was getting dominated on the inside. So he he was stuck. He didn't, you know, they didn't know where to put him. You can't put him on the inside because he was losing that battle. You can't put him on the outside because you're losing that battle. But when you talk to about an overall athlete that like an Earl Spence, I mean, this is a guy who spars with heavyweights sometimes. I mean, he's exceptionally big for his his size. He's a volume puncher, great conditioning. He um he, he's a good chin. So I mean, I would have expected Manny to really take his. Is, is training to the next level. And um, I, I just don't, I mean, I don't, unless they're doing it, we don't get to see it. But I, 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 all I see is him doing the same thing that he he did before. And, and that's not going to cut it with a guy like Earl Spence. The great Alex Ariza, Superman, we thank you for your time. My listeners are going to be love this, both delayed and live. Thank you so much for your time, sir. Anytime, brother. I appreciate you guys having me. The great Alex Ariza, trainer extraordinaire, the Superman of trainers, no doubt about that. Look at his record, folks. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council. The WBC, right here on Sports Byline. One of Lenny Williams' recent ballads. It was pretty cool. Sort of like, you know, he misses you, all that kind of good stuff. You know, the love that got away, that kind of good stuff. Lenny's good at that. Lenny's Lenny's a swooner. Lenny just... This amazing voice, no doubt about that. Uh, God bless him. Anyway, I hope you are uh, listening to Ring Talk Live worldwide in good health, of course, anywhere around the world. In fact, the Internet brings us, what, to 180 countries now around the world. But the bottom line is we're coming to you live and delayed Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, that's live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Network, of course, Channel 217, and like a thousand other Internet platforms. I'm announcing something new, something major next week, so we're ready to rock with this new announcement. I have to sign a bit of a contract this week, so didn't have to have a lawyer look at it because there ain't a whole lot of money involved, but the bottom line is we are doing bigger and better things as far as Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV is concerned, and I'll be able to announce that, I believe, in detail next week. Now, I want to mention the fact that the WBC, of course, the World Boxing Council, and the president, Mr. Mauricio Suleiman, has announced that all WBC officials will be vaccinated. If not, you ain't working. I think he's going to do that with the fighters. I think he was trying to meet with Governor Abbott of Texas this week, of course, trying to get him on the mask campaign. But the bottom line is we'll see what happens with that. But Mauricio Suleiman says if you want to engage, if you're an official, you want to work a WBC title fight, you got to be vaccinated and you got to prove it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Of course, you can always check out the WBC website at WBCBoxing.com. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Hour number two still to come, live on these same channels, of course, live on SportsByline.com, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Of course, live, the stream at Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Stick around for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
was a rare Saturday in the U.S. Senate yesterday, but as Brad Bernards from USA Radio News' West Texas Bureau reports, it was a productive one for the infrastructure bill. The Senate agreed to wrap up the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill through a test vote. 18 Republicans joined with Democrats to support moving forward on the legislation, clearing a key procedural hurdle. The border crisis has now reached a breaking point. Mayors of border towns in Texas say they cannot handle any more. Fox News' Katie Pavlich says the Biden administration actually may have wanted this to happen. The Biden administration has said that the Border Patrol to fail. The White House continues to berate Texas Governor Greg Abbott for a rise in COVID cases in his stateness and having the Justice Department suing the state of Texas for trying to prevent COVID-positive illegal immigrants from traveling across the state. Pretty clear that the administration doesn't have any plan or intention to stop this from continuing. For USA Radio News, I'm David Martin. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services and MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch to, you can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now and it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE, 833-34-BIBLE. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo faces possible criminal charges after an accuser filed a criminal complaint against him. The Albany Sheriff's Office received a criminal complaint from an unidentified executive assistant who claims the governor groped her multiple times in the executive mansion in 2019 and again in 2020 when Cuomo allegedly put his hand up her blouse. And even with the other 11 sexual harassment allegations, the governor remains defiant. Friday's Great Jobs Report has the White House bragging about recovery as unemployment fell to 5.4% and the economy added 943,000 jobs in July. But as Fox News contributor Mitch Rochelle says, not all is as it seems. The good news is that wages went up on an annualized basis by 4%. Terrific. Unfortunately, inflation is running hotter than that at 5%. So even if your wages went up, you're not keeping up with inflation. For USA Radio News, I'm David Martin. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. More trouble in Afghanistan. Dan Naraki from the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau has the latest. The American embassy in Kabul is urging Americans in Afghanistan to leave the country as soon as possible. The embassy issued the security alert on Saturday telling U.S. citizens still in the country to leave on commercial flights if they can because help from the embassy may be extremely limited. The warning comes a day after Taliban fighters captured a provincial capital in the south of the country in their latest offensive on Afghan cities. There was a big birthday bash last night for former President Barack Obama. 
Celebrities from across the country made the trip to Martha's Vineyard to help celebrate, but pictures of a massive tent at Obama's mansion has raised questions and also sparked accusations of hypocrisy. Critics say the Obamas hosted a COVID-19 super spreader event, despite having scaled it back from what was going to be about 700 people to 250. More gold for the U.S. at the Tokyo Olympics. The U.S. women's basketball team captured gold in Tokyo, beating Japan in the finals 90-75. to Brittany Griner led the squad with 30 points on 14 of 18 shooting. The win gives the team its seventh consecutive gold medal and ninth in the last 10 Olympics. The team hasn't lost a game in Olympic competition since falling in the semifinals at the 1992 Barcelona Games. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. And on Wall Street, analysts say we could see a bit of a correction tomorrow as we start the week, despite Friday's Great Jobs Report. For USA Radio News, I'm David Martin. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together we work together, we respect each other, we like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports pylon studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make the 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host. I'm also I'm your modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly, allegedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? The average fan probably knows more. So if you'd like to impart, you can. Here's the toll-free. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free no-commitment text line. That number... 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, uh, the Olympics, we'll talk about that in depth. Of course, the United States striking no gold. They only had gold in like 92 with Oscar De La Hoya, 96 with uh, 
Mr. David Reed, of course, in 2004 with Andre Ward. Outside of that, no gold medals. Why? Because you're not investing in the amateur program. We'll talk about that in depth. Of course, the UFC rocking and rolling with UFC interim heavyweight title fight last night. Even though the champion was in good health and he could have fought. But the bottom line is, you know, Dana White, Dana wants to be God. Well, Dana wasn't God last night. He has an interim champion in the, in the meantime. We'll talk about that in depth. But the bottom line is, the UFC pimp machine, it rolls on. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming to you on Sports Byline USA. Of course, the SportsByline.com, the Sports Byline USA channel on Twitch.tv, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Often imitated, but <laughs> never duplicated. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Can you name the three habits of healthy hygiene? We shower, we brush our teeth, and we... Wait a minute. What third habit? Think about it. The pandemics reminded us that the nose is your body's filter against a constant invasion of airborne germs. Your nose traps allergens, bacteria, and viruses. But like any filter, the more it's clogged up, the less it works. Now it's easy to clean your nose with Navage. My name's Martin Hoke, and I did not invent nasal irrigation. It's been around thousands of years, but I did invent Navage to make nasal irrigation easy for everyone. Navage uses powered suction to flush out germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you very sick. People love Navage. It has 4.7 stars with over 70,000 online reviews. And over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Go to Navage.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and select Walmarts. Make cleaning your nose your third habit. Navage. Clean nose. Healthy life. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. If you're into collectibles, there's only one way to go, and that's with Andy Maddock. You can get in touch with Andy by calling him at 805-657-0533 or by going to andybuyscards.com. Whether you're interested in buying or selling any kind of collectible, it's time to get in touch with the one and only Andy Maddock. Call Andy at 805-657-0533 or go to andybuyscards.com. That's AndyBuysCards.com. 
Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. August 7, 1982. Wow, can't believe it's been that long. Dwight Braxton. That's right, that's what he was born as. That was his given name. Bottom line is, wow, he was a heck of a fighter, but he wasn't the fighter I thought that Matthew Frank, the man born Matthew Frank, it was. This was a clash of Muslims, no doubt about that. I'm talking about Matthew Saad Muhammad, the late Matthew Saad Muhammad. But they rumbled for the second time on this day in 1982, of course, Matthew Saad being stopped. He was probably the most... Un, he was unglamorous. He just—I mean—he was a, a monster in the ring. He went in, but outside of the ring, he was like, like, a, like he was really like not going to put this. It's like a fourteen-carat guy. He was a stone cold nice guy, no doubt about that. Matt Franklin, aka Matthew Saad Muhammad. Okay, I knew him as both. Bottom line is, he was a hell of a guy. He passed away, I think, a few years ago, and of course, that was from a blood disease, I believe, or not. Uh, sick, I'm like sickle cell. I believe. When was that? Um, nineteen. Take that back. 2014, no, that, 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 what was it, 2014? Somewhere around that, 2014. Bottom line is, may he rest in peace. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out your inside look into the world of boxing, MMA. Let's talk about the Olympics. Of course, the, uh, the gold medal went to uh, the man from Uzbekistan named Bakalur Javalov. Of course, he beat the American Ricardo or Richard Torres Jr. from the USA. The bronze went to, oh boy, here we go, a guy from Kazakhstan by the name of Kamashibik Kukabakov. Put it to you just like this. Leave it to you just like this. Anyway, evidently, it must have gave away more than one bronze medal because it looks like Fraser Clark won a bronze medal in the heavyweight division as well. Um, I don't know why they do. Why would you give away two bronze medals? Anyway, I guess they did. Bottom line is in the heavyweight class, which is 201 pounds, that went to uh, Cuba, Julio La Cruz. The silver went to a guy named, named from Russia named by the name of Muslim Gatchet. Just put it to you like that. Bronze went to David Nika of New Zealand uh, and Abner Texaria of Brazil. I guess they are giving away two bronze medals. And the bronze, as far as light heavyweights are concerned, that went to Cuba as well. Arlen Lopez, the silver, went to the Great Britain, uh, Great Britain and Benjamin Whitaker. Uh, talk about middleweight, Herbert Souza from Brazil. Uh, Brazil got a gold there. Welterweight, Ronnie Iglesias, of course, of Cuba. He was a favorite going in. He won. Pat McCormick was the number two guy from Great Britain. He got the silver. The bronze went to two people, one from Russia, one from Ireland. Uh, Aiden Walsh, obviously, he was from Ireland. And Andrei Zakamayev, coming from Russia. The lightweight went to, uh, of course, the gold went to Andy Cruz, a Cuban. He beat Keyshawn Davis. And I'm bringing this up because Keyshawn Davis was a professional. He had three professional fights with two knockouts, and they allowed him to fight in the Olympics. What a travesty. I was rooting for anybody in the world to beat this guy. I'm serious. If they pulled somebody out of the crowd to come up and beat Keyshawn Davis, I'm rooting for him. Why? Because it's not fair. It's just not fair. You're trying to tell me he goes out and tests the professional waters, and then he wants to come back and fight amateur? I'm glad his punk ass got beat. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to put it like that. That's what I think it is. I think that's a punk move. When you're a professional fighter and you're going back to fight guys in the amateur ranks, nah, nah. I don't care if a good amateur can beat a good professional over three rounds sometimes. It usually ain't going to happen that way, okay? Bottom line is, I'm, that's an atrocity. I just feel it is. Anyway, as we continue on, lightweight went to Andy Cruz of gold. The uh, Russian, uh, Russian won the uh, featherweight. With Albert, mm, just put Albert B. Duke Reagan from uh, the USA won the silver, so that was a featherweight. So we're looking pretty good there. As far as the women were concerned, I'm looking down here. The USA medaled and, and a bronze. They shared a bronze with India at welterweight. And as far as that's the rest of the concern, 
Not really, man. The women aren't happening as far as American boxers are concerned. Japanese, the Japan won a gold in the featherweight division with Sina Ini. That's pretty cool. I think he's eerie. I think that's pretty cool that Japan's rocking and rolling in their own country, at least winning one gold medal. Of course, Japan's big in boxing. And I think they're holding boxing in the Korokan Hall. Korokan Hall is this little intimate hall. It's almost like, if I remember right, about, about less than 2,000 people. But it's really like a little movie theater. It's like a little movie theater. But boxing and wrestling, this is where it all goes down as far as like major, major stuff is concerned in Japan. I remember we went to Okada over there when we were with the WBC convention, I think, in, in the year 2000. Jose Suleiman invited me over there. Of course, had a good time in Tokyo. Tokyo is one hell of a place. In fact, I'll never forget, you know, I'm an ex-cop, so I'm a little leery of asking people for stuff. You know, because people get... Anyway, bottom line is, I'm in Japan, and I get off the subway, and I'm trying to find this place where I'm going to get a Thai massage. Now, that Thai massage means you get a massage with your clothes on. So we get that straight, okay? So anyway, so I'm looking for this Thai massage place, and I can't find it. So I go to ask this guy, and he says, okay, he's going to show me. No, you don't have to show me. Just tell me. He's going to show me. So I'm freaking out. He's leading me down like this alley and this kind of stuff in Tokyo. I mean, it wasn't a dark alley, but it was an alley. So I'm thinking to myself, I could get rolled here, man. Something could happen nasty here. No doubt about that, okay? So I'm freaking out going along, and he, and he brought me. I was telling him, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Leave me alone. No, no. He didn't understand English. He just thought I was, you know, trying to be nice. Anyway, he walked me all the way up to the door of this place, and he rang the bell for me. He was so cool. But those are the Japanese people. Without a doubt, I had a blast over there. And the Japanese subways, tops in the world. It's not like riding the Bear Rapid Transit here, or what we call the, the San Francisco subway. That thing makes all kinds of racket. Over there in, in Japan, it makes no noise whatsoever, and they've never had an accident. Coincidence? I don't think so. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, of course. Manny Pacquiao and Earl Spence. You heard Alex Ariza basically dismiss Manny Pacquiao of having just any chances here. I mean, I didn't put him directly on the spot and put a gun to his head and say, who's going to win this fight? But he was sounding as if Manny Pacquiao doesn't have a bit of a shot. And I think he, he talks about the fact that the conditioning will be the key here. I mean, Manny can go the rounds, but if you can go the rounds and throw a lot of punches and sharp punches, that's the ideal thing. But obviously, he talked about Manny Pacquiao's Punch count coming down as far as things throwing 400, throw 400 punches in a fight rather before you throw 80 punches around. Think about that. 80 times 12 is not 400 punches in a fight. But the bottom line is he's 42 years old. So what can you expect from a guy that's 42 years old? Well, you can expect a Superman effort from the guy. I mean, I really think that Manny Pacquiao is going to go out there and give it his all. I mean, he'll, he'll, he will lay out there. He'll be laid out on his shield without a doubt. Without a doubt, he will go out there and give it his all and get laid out if need be. Now, does he have a chance of winning? Slim and none. And maybe Slim just left town. And why do I say that? Because size matters in two things. Pornography and combat sports. This is combat sports at its elite level. And Earl Spence, although he's been tossed out of a car at 150 miles per hour, and I would love to have fought him the first time or the second time coming out, doing all kinds of spooky stuff to him, showing pictures of the car accident and the ring. I did all kinds of stuff to mess with him. I really would have. I mean, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have pulled out the psychological uh, uh, cookbook as far as trying to get into Earl Spence's head is concerned. Because here's a guy, think about this. He's drunk, he gets into a car accident, and he flips out of a car, the car had an open roof, at 150 miles an hour. Now, he doesn't probably remember that, right? So you want to make him remember that. You know what I'm saying? You don't remember he was drunk as a skunk. I mean, the DUI levels or his blood levels as far as alcohol was concerned was way, way, way above the limit. 
Okay, way, way, way above them. Plus, he had a gun in the car that was worth $10,000, a $10,000 pistol. Why would you have a, Cuddy, you have any reason for a $10,000 pistol? Cuddy doesn't even have a gun, okay? Why would you even have a, a gun, but it's got to be like a $10,000 gold-plated pistol? I kid you not. That was that was, was found in his car, of course, with the DUI. That's what we really need is Earl Spence riding around drunk as a skunk with a gun in his car. At the end of the day, of course, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, swept all that stuff under the rug. I mean, all of it. It all went under the rug. Dallas-style, baby. Texas-style. That's the way it's done. Of course, Manny Pacquiao and Earl Spence going to hook it up. Now, we'll talk after the break. Will, will that fight be called as far as COVID is concerned? Are they going to do something drastic in Nevada? Of course, Las Vegas talking about the showdown, shutdown and things like that. I should have asked Alex Ariz about that. Of course, he is a resident of Las Vegas or nearby there. Bottom line is, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific time for two hours live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and, of course, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. This is Ring Talk, often imitated but never duplicated. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. With so much uncertainty, uh, just play it safe. I mean, if if you are vaccinated, still you have to be cautious and wear the mask. I mean, there's no hurry. Uh, we have lived a great life, and there's so many uh, happy moments ahead in everyone's future. Just uh, let this pass. Be intelligent. Get your vaccine. Wear your mask. Protect your family, protect your loved ones, your friends, and uh, we will together make it out. This is so unfair to have someone go through a process and then the guy next to you ignore it and then be buying to go to a hospital and die. Mm. So many beautiful, dear people uh, who did not have the option to have a vaccine passed away. So many people have suffered all over the world. We should all work together and if you have a different belief, then okay, but stay home. Don't go out and don't, don't, don't be part of the continuation of a new wave. El Presidente. That's right, Mauricio Suleiman, son of Don Jose Suleiman, the president of the World Boxing Council. You check out the WBC and their interactive website at wbcboxing.com. Couple fights over the weekend. Kid Galahad was a winner in IBF 126-pound title fight when Jazza Dinkins was stopped inside the distance. Of course, Jazza a little bit, not gonna put this sort of like different levels. Galahad seemed to be two steps ahead of him in the entire fight. Luis Colazo and Imintas Stenoas was a declared a no contest. Any fight involving Luis Colazo at this age should be a no contest to begin with, anyway. And uh, that's just the way it is. I mean, the guy's so old. What do you? I mean, he fought guys like years and years and years ago. Speaking of guys fighting years ago, get this: Manny Pacquiao, Earl Spence, the undercard is going to be Virgil uh, uh, um, Victor Ortiz and Robert Ghost Guerrero. Now, Robert Ghost Guerrero, I mean, I sort of like discovered him when he was an amateur, and you know, he's in Gilroy, California, the garlic capital of the world, which is about 75 miles from San Francisco. So I would go down and watch him fight amateurs. I think he fought in a couple of boys clubs, outcome a couple outdoor events and this and that. But I saw this young, cunt, skinny kid, Robert Guerrero, had his father in the corner with a big mustache, big Cheech and Chong type of mustache. Anyway, um, Robert's going to come back, and he's going to fight are going to try to fight Victor Ortiz. Now, I'm not a big fight. I've been, I mean, both these guys are old. They're both have been past their point. But, you know, 
Robert made a decent amount of money fighting Floyd Mayweather, as did Mr. Ortiz. Of course, Ortiz got sucker punched by Mayweather, one of the dumbest, dumbest moves of all time. If you're going to pull some, not you're going to pull something to rank on somebody in the ring, you always keep your hands up. You always defend yourself. I remember when we used to spar with Abel Santana here in the city, the late Abel Santana, because. The stuff that he do and did in the ring, he tried to do on the street, and he got laid up, and they ended up killing him. But the bottom line is, like, he would elbow us and and butt us and all. I mean, all, he had to whoa, whoa, but it was good to have this guy as far as experience concerned. You wanted to have the rounds with him because of the fact he was so rough, and if if you can get away with every foul that he threw and kick his ass at the same time, well, you were doing pretty good. But the bottom line is, now as you look at the entire world of boxing. Um, we see heavyweight champions that, that aren't fighting. And don't blame the COVID. I mean, I blame Tyson Fury on this one. Tyson Fury in his camp didn't take that COVID, uh, didn't take the COVID thing serious. So like seven or eight members of his camp tested positive for COVID. But this was after they got out of the fight with, with Anthony Joshua to begin with. Of course, it was going to be Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua was going to be in the Middle East and the money was all laid down. You know, those Arabs were going to throw more money at this than they than they should have, but the bottom line is they have a uh, an unlimited amount of money, but they were throwing that at this promotion. It was going to be big money over there in, I think, Saudi Arabia or Dubai. Now, that was set That was set in stone. That fight was going to happen in the fall or the early winter. Well, that fight didn't happen because Deontay Wilder went to an arbitrator and said, you know what, I deserve another fight. So they're going to have the Wilder uh, jo- uh, the Wilder um, Fury fight, the third one, that's going to go on, and Anthony Joshua is going to take on Oleg Usyk. But at the bottom of this all is the fact that Anthony Joshua has one fight left on his Sky Sports contract. His Sky Sports contract, that's the cable network he has a, a big deal with in the, US, in the UK. Now, Sky Sports is sort of out of the boxing business because everybody sort of left Sky Sports except for ESPN. ESPN went to the Sky Sports. But Barry Hearn, the premier, bo- a premier boxing promoter in the world, no doubt about that, Matchroom Promotions, he's taking his entire stable to DAZN. And, of course, he wants to take the big fight. I'm talking about Anthony Joshua and, of course, Tyson Fury. He wants to either take that to his own or make it on pay-per-view. Bottom line is, he's a greedy guy, but he's a businessman. At the end of the day, I think the boxing fans got the pride of a good fight early on. We get to, we get to see, um, you know, Deontay Wilder try once more. I mean, what did, Deont- what did Deontay do in the first or second fight that would convince us he has a chance of winning the third third fight? Outside of landing those two two uh, two shots when he knocked him down in the ninth round, I think, and again in the 12th round. Outside of knocking him down in those two times, Tyson Fury, what did he really do? What did he bring to the dance tonight? He has no footwork. In fact, you know, he has worse footwork than Canelo had at 100. I mean, Canelo, when he first started out, talk about lead feet. I mean, lead feet. Now, Deontay Wilder's got lead feet. He spreads his legs too far sometimes. He does everything he can to negate the fact he's six foot seven. He just he does. He fights small. He, he, he I mean he, he's a head case. Doesn't work on the heavy bag. Doesn't like doing mitt work. Doesn't like running. I mean, come on, what does he like to do if he doesn't like doing all these fundamentals as far as the training and boxing so What does he do? He's got Malik Scott in his corner now. Of course, Malik Scott, the former journeyman. I think that's a good fair title for Malik Scott. I wouldn't call him a contender, maybe a pretender. But anyway, a contender, uh, a pretender. But um it's Fringe, 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 fringe contender. Maybe maybe 20, somewhere around there. But Malik Scott, he and Deontay Wilder have a relationship because they fought together. And, of course, that was a very controversial first-round knockout that took place over in Puerto Rico. Wink, wink. I mean, the Puerto Rico Commission looked the other way because I think that that was happening here in the United States. They would have said, what the hell was going on there? Well, bottom line is... I think that, you know, it doesn't matter what Deontay Wilder does as far as his corner is concerned, he's not going to be able to beat Tyson Fury unless he catches him with that lightning in a bottle. And that's going to be, you know, mm, I don't think so. Tyson's six foot nine. 
He's six foot nine. Deontay Wilder has never fought anybody bigger than him. You understand? When you're the baddest dude on the planet and you're six foot seven, you're beating everybody up that's smaller than you. Six foot six, six foot five. These guys are all smaller than you. All of a sudden, for the first time in your life, you fight a guy that's two inches bigger than you. He's six foot nine. Tyson Fury's closer to six nine. Okay? Bottom line is, whoa! He couldn't handle that. Talk about Deontay Wilder. He just couldn't deal with it. Couldn't deal with the hand speed. At the end of the day, Wilder is, you know, he was put brought up by Mark Breland. And I love Mark, 1984 Olympic gold medalist, best amateur in the, uh, in the Olympics that year, I thought, as far as, you know, he only lost one fight as an amateur, and I think he avenged that. Bottom line, he was an outstanding amateur, pretty good pro, won a WBA welterweight title. But Mark Breland's in his corner, and he's a trainer in this net, and Mark's been accused of everything but, but raping Deontay Wilder. I mean, he's been accused of um, putting volumes in his water. Yeah, volumes or some type of muscle relax. Put muscle relaxers. In. He put muscle relaxers in my in my water. I mean, that's what Deontay Wilder said one day, and then he said that you know Tyson Fury um, that rigged the gloves, and then you know the uh, the what's his name didn't train him right. Mark Breland didn't train him right. He didn't train him to his his peak, and then he sort of implied that Mark Breland even bet against him. Listen, Mark had his back all throughout this. He was dealing with a fighter that didn't want to commit himself, and when you've got a fighter that doesn't want to commit himself, and he's the star, he thinks he's the star, and he's the heir parent to you know big money you sort of just got just, just gotta shut up and go along with the ride you do because had mark made a big stink four or five or maybe ten fights ago maybe step it up as far as deontay wilder's competition was current because he was fighting guys like hector martinez and, and pedro fernandez and scott cuddy and guys like that i mean he fought he was he 42 and one or 42 and so on like, yeah in the one draw but it's like 35 guys that you know couldn't spell fight if you gave him the letters couldn't box where the lick. Bottom line is, he fought a lot of limited guys. I don't want to use that one bum word, but he fought a, limited, a lot of limited guys. When he finally stepped up to world-class level, he met Tyson Fury. Not only was Tyson better, he was bigger. Bigger and better is what matters, no doubt about that. Of course, that's going to go down eventually, I guess in 2022. Will it end up in the, uh, in the uh, Saudi Arabia? I think the same people will, bet, will bid about the same amount of money. And, but provided both these guys get through these fights with wins. Of course, Tyson Fury has to beat Deontay Wilder. And Anthony Joshua has to beat Oleg Usyk, which I think he's pretty good sense to do that. I think that Anthony Joshua's got a, a bad chin, but I don't think he'll put that chin out there anymore. Of course, Joshua learning how to fight with the distance. <clears throat> In fact, the perfect trainer for Joshua, if he were still alive, would be the gold father, Emmanuel Stewart, because Emmanuel taught... You know, Vitaly Klitschko had to fight from a distance, how to fight big and strong and this and that. Showed him how to box as well as Vitaly Klitschko. In other words, he could teach these big guys who have maybe a, a suspect chin. Because, you know, big guys, you're getting hit awfully hard. Heavyweights hit hard. So the idea is not to get hit, not to see whether you can take a punch or not. But the Klitschkos, uh, Vitaly took a good punch. Vladimir, not so much. Vladimir got knocked out a couple times. Corey Sanders knocked out Vladimir. Remember, Corey Sanders was a bit of a uh, South African guy, but I think he was a garbage man in South Africa. I think he was a refuge worker. But the bottom line is, Corey knocked him out. I think Lehman Brewster put him to sleep, didn't he? And Lehman Brewster put him to sleep as well. Bottom line is, at the end of the day, Vladimir Klitschko ended up becoming the one of the world great world heavyweight champions as far as statistics are concerned, mainly because of the gold father, Emmanuel Stewart. Everybody Emmanuel touched he turned to gold just about. That's why I call him the gold father. I always call him the gold father. I take it back. I stole that name from Ben Green. Ben Green used to write a boxing column for the uh, the Horse Racing Digest or something like that. The horse, yeah, the Horse Racing Digest. And and he, you know, he was like an exclusive column. Ben Green was a tour of They call him Ben Dollar Signs Green. Why? Because he had to get money to pay into get into his column. Of course, Emmanuel gave Ben Dollar Signs Green a lot of money. In fact, we were in. 
We were in uh, in Arizona for a for a WBC light heavyweight title fight between God, who am I trying to think of? Anyway, Tony Willis and I can't remember the other guy who'll come to me in a second. Anyway, um Tony Willis was found with the cocaine. I told you about that. When we went into the dressing room, the guy's got guy had just gotten beat. And he's sitting there, what's going on, this and that. And Emmanuel Stewart says to me, look the other way. I said, why look the other way? He goes, this guy's not a good guy. What are you telling me? He's not a good guy. Took, took a bunch of cocaine out of his sock. Had a bunch of coke in his sock. Didn't want to leave it in his locker now. Didn't want to leave that coke in his locker. Much like Akeem Antofashi. He lost in a fight to Robert Kroger, I guess, back about 1995. Get this. He put the coke in his cup. He had the cocaine, you know, in, in his in, in with his intimate areas where that's going on. I kid you not. That's what he did. He put it in there. Of course, when they, they cut his cup off, they took his cup off. When he left the ring unconscious and took him to the hospital, they found the cocaine in his cup. Bottom line is that's a true story. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing MMA. I'll touch on MMA after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific time for two hours right on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217. Of course, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USC channel. And next week, I'm going to announce a new network. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk, but you know that. Name the three habits of healthy hygiene. We shower, we brush our teeth, and we... Wait a minute. What third habit? Think about it. The pandemics reminded us that the nose is your body's filter against a constant invasion of airborne germs. Your nose traps allergens, bacteria, and viruses. But like any filter, the more it's clogged up, the less it works. Now it's easy to clean your nose with Navage. My name's Martin Hoke, and I did not invent nasal irrigation. It's been around thousands of years, but I did invent Navage to make nasal irrigation easy for everyone. Navage uses powered suction to flush out germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you very sick. People love Navage. It has 4.7 stars with over 70,000 online reviews. And over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Go to Navaj.com or find Navaj at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and select Walmarts. Make cleaning your nose your third habit. Navaj. Clean nose, healthy life. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. You're Pay listening for- to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Right here on Sports Byline. One serious problem as, as an athlete and as a fighter is that he has certain pride in his ability, to take a punch. both as a banger and a boxer. And he invariably would choose to fight the best opponents in their style, almost as a challenge to beat them. So he'd go toe-to-toe with Joe Frazier, and he'd box with Jimmy Ellis. Maybe he couldn't impose his will on them by trying to neutralize their style, but he always put on a good show. Larry Merchant on Jerry Quarry. Jerry Quarry, of course, I was watching a film yesterday of Jerry Quarry and Joe Frazier hooking up in 1974. Jerry Quarry and I... Um, we spent some time together in L.A. Of course, he was an L.A. resident for the most part there in Southern California. And at the L.A. Forum, he used to attend fight cards at the L.A. Forum, whether I was doing the TV or not. You know, he, Jerry was always there. In fact, Jerry did some of the TV in Southern California. He was a great analyst, no doubt about that. And one night, I guess he's getting ready to fight. And I think he, fought, he last fought like in 1996 against a guy named Ron Crowder or something like that. If I remember the name from... Uh, in Denver, it was an illegally non-sanctioned fight. It was like a black black market type of fight. It was illegal. Anyway, so they had they had this fight, and before he had this fight, we're at the LA Forum when the uh, the Forum Club, and this is famous Forum Club, is famous for beautiful women and cocktails. I mean, that's all it's about: beautiful women and cocktails. As far as the boxing events were concerned, so Jerry's in there, and I see Jerry in there, and I say, "Hey, Jerry, what's up?" Blah blah blah. So I get rolling the tape recorder. So you rolling the tape recorder, and Jerry and I are having a conversation, and you can hear the ice cubes clicking around in his glass, sort of like Richard. Nixon back in the day when he was on those Watergate tapes, but you hear the, the ice cubes clicking around the glass. And then I asked Jerry, Jerry, have you been drinking? No, I haven't had a drink in like six months. I said, it's funny. You, you have the aroma of an alcoholic beverage on your breath. And he said, I denied it. But the bottom line is he would, would go on and fight a guy in Denver and the guy would almost destroy him. It was like, it would be like, imagine this. The fight was such a, a travesty that it would be like one man coming out with a club and beating on the other man for several rounds and the other man not being able to defend himself. That's how bad that fight was, I kid you not. Sort of like an MMA fight. Anyway, speaking of MMA, the UFC has a new interim champion. His name is Cyril Gane, coming to us from France. I think he's like 14-0 now with... Fort, uh, with uh, 10 knockouts, I believe. He took out Derek Lewis last night. Derek Lewis, one of the trial horses of the heavyweight division in the USC. Of course, Lewis supposedly made $500,000 guaranteed, and his up on this one is according to Cuddy. Cuddy says he always gets a, uh, according to Cuddy and Dana. No, I'm just kidding. Cuddy always quits Dana on this one. But Dana says they get a cut of the pay per view. They get a, yeah, but what happened to the pay per view doesn't do anything? They, they still don't get a cut of nothing. You can't get a cut of nothing. Anyway, bottom line is, Cyril Gane just destroyed Derek Lewis last night. And, of course, he is the interim heavyweight title holder of the USC. And I've said this before, that the USC, 
The UFC is bigger than the fighter, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be the fighter should be. I mean, the heavyweight champion of the world is Francis Ngannou. He's a monster. This guy last night probably probably has a decent chance of beating him. I never thought anybody could beat Ngannou as far as uh, boxing is concerned. But, this, you know, I mean, different styles, different different types of fighters, and that's what happens in the world of mixed martial arts. Is that, you know, you get a jiu-jitsu guy one time, you get a wrestler next time, you get a boxer next time. Wow, kickboxing, you never know what's going on. But the bottom is, Ghana brought his entire skill set to the game last night, and Derek Lewis... He tried. He tried vainly, but the fight was stopped at 411. Of course, a TKO at 411 into round number three. It was a one-sided fight. A guy that continues to win, Jose Aldo. Call him Scarface, but he was the UFC featherweight champion. He's 145 pounds, and he was doing all kinds of tricks to make weight at 145. Okay, that's when he fought Conor McGregor, and like Conor lit him up, and boom, blink of an eye. It was all over, okay? But that was at 145. Now he's fighting at 135, wink, wink, and he's not using any performance-enhancing drugs. Wink, wink, but he's fighting in, in, in Texas. Wink, wink. Why am I saying Texas? Te- I remember Texas didn't want, to, they didn't want to train one boxer, didn't want to test one boxer one time because get this for drugs because they couldn't find a cup. That was the exact quote from the Texas State Athletic Commission. We couldn't find a cup. I kid you not. Anyway, Jose Aldo beat Pedro Munoz last night. Unanimous night across the board at 135. I take that back. They weighed in at 136 pounds, one pound over the limit. When it's a non-title fight in the UFC, they give him a pound. So it was Jose Aldo over Pedro Munoz. Unanimous night, 30 to 27. Across the board means three rounds to zip. Um, outside of that, Tisa Torres won a women's bout. That was a straw weight, I believe, over Angela Hill. That was a unanimous nod. I'm looking at the rest of the card. There are no big names. There are no names on the card. So, and, you know, Dana White's got to come out. He's trying to make new names. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Cyril Ghani can fight. He's a star in the making. I, mean, I think he is. I think him and, and, and Francis Ngannou will make for a good fight if this happens. But I got to tell you that the fact that, that Dana would – Go to such. I mean, you're the heavyweight champion of the world, and this clown, this this punk ass guy that used to run a gym in East Boston, that the mafia ran out of town. Had Whitey Bulger not ran Dana White out of Boston, guess what? There probably wouldn't be a UFC, or if there'd be a UFC, it wouldn't involve Dana White. It, it just wouldn't. Okay, the Fertitta brothers might have got somebody else, but I'm telling you, that's what got Dana to Las Vegas. Whitey Bulger, look him up. He was a famed mobster, but Whitey Bulger was running the game in Boston as far as the mafia was concerned, the Irish mob. So he sent some guys down to Dana White's gym. Dana White was running this. He was like a four-round type of guy. In other words, he, he supplied opponents. Dana didn't supply stars. Dana supplied opponents, and it was like a fitness gym. Okay, But it was opponents is what he was basically. That was his forte. So he's not getting any real stars out of this. He's not making a whole lot of money. So Whitey Bulger's people come and say, guess what? you got to give us 2500 bucks a week. And Dana says to him, like, I couldn't give you 25 bucks a week. I don't make any money here, man. I'm broke. I'm going in the hole. Bottom line was they didn't believe it, and they leaned on Dana to the point where he left town. He got this left town. I mean, the, the mafia scared him out of town. He went to Las Vegas. He got hooked up with the Fertitta brothers, of course, Lorenzo and Frank Fertitta. They own the Palace and Station Casinos. Now, how did they get that money? It originally came from Texas. They, start, they got their money originally with their grandfather was when in illegal card clubs that took place with Benny Binion and those people down there. Benny Binion, another big casino owner down there, a late casino owner down there in Las Vegas. But this is where these guys all got their money, big money. They started out in Dallas, Texas, in that area in Texas with illegal card clubs. And of course, they went legit to Las Vegas. But the Fertitta brothers sold the UFC along with Dana White because Dana White gets 10% of that. I think Dana White owns 10%. The Dubai government owns 13%, and the Vertita brothers own the rest. Anyway, they sold it for $4.2 billion a while back, a couple of years ago. So $4.2 billion, according to Cuddy, and Cuddy's a mathematician, that's $4,200 million. 
Holy cow. 4,200. Oh, 400. That's a lot of money, man. 4,000. $200 million. Think about that. That's what the UFC was. Now, is it worth it? I don't think so. Of course, they're going around the planet. They're expanding here. They're expanding there. And more power to them. But, of course, I don't agree with the, the, the process. I don't. I don't think. I think if you don't want to take a fight, you should have an option not to take a fight. You don't take a fight for Dana, they didn't put you on a blacklist. You've got to fight hurt sometimes because the show must go on. Well, guess what? The show doesn't always have to go on, especially if it's going to hurt your career. I mean, if you're injured to the point where you think you're going to lose or it's going to have a detrimental effect on you in this fight, in your performance, you don't need to fight, whether what Dana says or whatever, okay? But if Dana says you got to fight, you got to fight. You don't fight, you get screwed. Of course, then Dana will pull, pull you in the contract issues like we did with Chris Cyborg Santos, the lady phenom, of course, the one that got knocked out by uh, Amanda Nunes. Speaking of Amanda Nunes, she ain't happy with her UFC contract either. But anyway, uh, Chris Cyborg Santos, she was uh, she had one con- one fight left in her contract with the UFC. So the UFC said, fight this girl. I can't remember what the girl's name was last year. Anyway, she fought the one girl. And then right after the fight was over with, the UFC, instead of renegotiating with her, they cut her. They cut her. I mean, I kid you not. This is Dana White. Dana's the worst. I mean, as far as all-time human beings, are now, Keith Oberman used to do a thing on MSNBC every night on his uh, countdown show. The worst person in America, the worst person in the world. Man, every day it should be Dana White, the worst person in combat sports. He's just, he's, he's oblivious. And I mean, doesn't seem like the athletic commissions or anybody like that was willing to step in and tell him, hey, man, you know, you're doing wrong. I mean, look at some of these UFC fights when you see these guys getting the, the spit kicked out of them. And when I say spit on this radio show, it's because we're censored and I can't say the H. But when I say spit on the show, you know what I'm talking about, spit with an H. But when they're getting the spit kicked out of them, Round after round, like Brian Ortega did when his, I think his career was destroyed to, to a great extent as far as his physical and maybe mental well-being. I mean, to take beatings, elbows, chokes, kicks, that kind of good stuff, when you're unable to fight back, the fight should be stopped. But the UFC never stops any fights. Yeah, they don't. I mean, the corners don't stop fights. The trainers don't. The trainers in the corners don't stop the fights. The doctor doesn't stop the fight. And the referee doesn't stop the fight. So the fighter has been failed by the three people that are, that are enlisted to protect him. The trainer, the corner, the doctor, and the referee. And they're all like, you know, reading, reading the paper. Like, hey, what's on the news? Well, I'm reading the newspaper or something like that. No, no, no. This guy's uh, on and on. But the bottom line is the USC, I think, needs some type of uh, reform. And, of course, that, that lawsuit, that class action lawsuit brought by Kung Lee and Kyle Kingsbury, King Kyle Kingsbury, people like that, former UFC fighters, addresses the entire UFC roster as I speak as well. It's a class action lawsuit, meaning, you know, everybody gets to join, everybody gets to to celebrate the the benefits of this, the rewards. And I think it'll be somewhere in the billions of dollars. Mark my words. I think Dana White and his boys boys will talk about uh, Zufa Sports down there in, in Las Vegas. That's the company. Of course, now this new company bought Zufa Sports. So Zufa Sports is technically owned by somebody else. But the bottom line is. $4,200 million change hands. That's a lot of money. And at the end of the day, the fighters are only getting 10 to 12% of that. Think about that. No, as I said, no way, no hustler in the entire world can get away with doing that as far as working girls on the street. So why can Dana White get away with it? Because he has a TV contract. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking at the world of box and MMA. Of course, we've got the text line going. I'll open up that text line in just a minute. Um, but it's 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613 if you want to sneak something in. But looking at the rest of the UFC schedule, there is not one name. Maybe Brian Barbosa um, and, and, and Kelvin Gaslam as far as the entire 
USC schedule is concerned, for the rest of the year. Those are the only two names coming up here, and maybe Volkanovski and, and Brian Ortega. Of course, Volkanovski being the current world featherweight champion. And Brian Ortega, the aforementioned Brian Ortega, is a guy, of course, they put in with Max Holloway two years ago, and they let him, they let him. I was screaming at the TV set. When you see somebody getting destroyed, I mean destroyed, not beaten. So you can get beaten. Once you're beaten, the fight stops. The fight should be over with. But not in Dana's world. You get beaten, you get beaten, you get beaten, you get beaten some more. I mean, if, if these fighters were drums, if they were drums, you know, like Congo drums or, or drums, they would have broken skins. The skins would be broken. Because they've been worked too hard. But yet these guys do it and do it and do it again. Of course, no compassion of the fighter whatsoever. Anyway, Brian Ortega going to try uh, for the second time for the World Featherweight Championship September 25th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let's go to a break a little bit early. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. After the break, I'll talk about the situation in Las Vegas, COVID, all that kind of good stuff. Get vaccinated! You are tuned to Ring Talk. And all these fighters that, that are, you know, they share in the revenue. They do share in the revenue. They have, an, a, 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 they have the upside in the pay-per-view, you know? <laughs> I'm going to like you. I'm going to hang you, but I'm going to like you. What I'm talking about. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh, super My mother telling me that it's not bragging something when you're telling the truth. I found out she stole that line from Muhammad Ali. My mother was a plagiarist. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of boxing MMA, the Sunday edition, of course, to come to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and a number of other platforms. Bottom line is, there was 1,000 people Friday night in Sacramento, California, according to Jim Jenkins, a former uh, Sacramento Bee columnist. He was a great day back, great guy back in the day when, you know, John Chargan ran Sacramento. I'm talking about the promoter. The Hall of Fame promoter that died a couple, a couple years ago, of course. Tony Lopez, Sal Lopez, Pete Ranzani. I can go on and on, man. Sacramento was rocking and rolling, of course. With uh, and Willie Willie Joran won the WBC 122 pound title for a minute. So the bottom line is, and Loretto Garza, the WB 140 pound title, who I thought I could have beat. I thought he left the Golden Gloves because of me. But the bottom line is, that's another story for another day. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, of course. The 21st Earl Spencer Manny Pacquiao. Gotta like Earl Spence in that one. Hopefully Manny Pacquiao can pull off the upset, but it don't look good. Of course, the following Saturday, the 28th, it'll be on Showtime. David Benavides, the undefeated lad, former WBC super middleweight champion, taking on a guy whose name, uh, Jose Uzakantai. Put it to you like that. But the bottom line is, Uzakantai is a tough guy, but David Benavides should beat him. And, of course, they're talking about wanting to fight one of the Durrell brothers after this. Maybe an interim fight with, with Andre or Anthony Durrell. Think about this. The Durrell brothers were products of the 2004 Olympics. Okay? That means they've been a pro 17 years, somewhere around 17 years. One of them got hurt in the ring, sort of like injured, somewhat, I thought, somewhat permanently. But, evidently, they're both back in action. One's coming off a, a getting stopped, a fight before, and a draw and that kind of good stuff. So it's not, not, things are not good for the Durrell brothers, but yet one of them beat a journeyman this past Friday night. So, oh, all of a sudden, you know, Andre Andre Durrell's back, Anthony Durrell's back. Listen, both the Durrell brothers need to retire. 17 years past your amateur status and you haven't made it yet. Listen, I know Flint, Michigan is not a place you want to go back to, but go back to Flint. Yeah, I'm just the way it is. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. You're inside look at the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, uh, don't forget the WBC's got their interactive website at wbcboxing.com. Of course, the WBC hooked up with the Texas governor this week. Of course, Governor Abbott, Greg Abbott. I don't know what that w- went on with that, but you heard Mauricio earlier in the show talking about vaccinations. And, of course, I announced that WBC officials will all be vaccinated now or have to prove their vaccination status when they show up for events. As well as y'all all should. As far as going into bars and restaurants, this and that, you want to card me? 
My card's for real. Is your card? That's what's sort of scary. People getting phony cards and that kind of good stuff. Who knows? In the world of COVID, all can we do is hold our breath and hope we can make it to the next day. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. My name is Pedro Fernandez. It's been my pleasure to entertain you for the last couple of hours. Of course, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. I can go on and on, cable radio network, sportsbyline.com. But the bottom line is, I thank you so much for spending some time with me today. There's a million things you can be doing right now, but the fact you're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide, my, 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 me, myself, and I, Pedro Fernandez, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Until next week, respect others. <laughs>